Hi, we are No Such Thing as a Perfect Podcast. I'm Steffi. We have Natalie, Gabby, and Brett here. We are listening to our final podcast. Today we'll be Today we will be reading and sharing ideas on the oppression in the books Legend by Marie Lu, and we'll also be incorporating ideas from Animal Farm by George Orwell. Natalie, why don't you start us off with our first discussion? One of the main themes in Legend and Animal Farm is oppression. An important part of that is the people is the people responsible for it. In Animal Farm, Napoleon was the one actually leading the oppression or like oppressing the other animals on the farm along with the other pigs. But I think that it was actually the other animals' ignorance that allowed it to continue. On page 61, um, the pigs alter the rules so that they're allowed to sleep in beds and Clover is looking over the rules again. But it says, curiously enough, Clover had not remembered that the, four co- the fourth commandment mentioned sheets, but as it was there on the wall, it must have done so. Um, and Clover is one of the, actually one of the smarter animals on the farm, but she doesn't realize what the pigs are doing, even with the physical evidence in her face. So it's super easy for the pigs and Napoleon to control them and oppress them. Um, Steffi, what do you think about this? I completely agree. The pigs were originally thrown into this role because of their higher intelligence. So we see that a lot and how they're able to manipulate the other animals. Um, Yeah, so they're... And because no other animals are in charge of making the decisions, the pigs were able to make all of the decisions by themselves and mainly for themselves, which that power made them feel entitled. So they pretty much were able to do whatever they wanted. Um, Brett, did you want to add something? Uh, Yeah. Um, At first, I think that the pigs actually thought about the other animals' ideas, and they included them in meetings and stuff. But then over time, as Napoleon became more powerful and rich, he just um, had the meetings with the pigs because they were smarter. And uh, I have a quote, a time when, um, or a time came when there was no one who remembered the old days. Um, and so they used the other animals' lack of memory to help manipulate um, them and make the le- the pigs better leaders because there was no time that they could remember a better time. Right, do you have anything else to say, Gabby? Yeah, so I completely agree with all three of you. Um, I specifically thought about the sheep. Um, I think that the pigs used the sheep um, to their advantage because the sheep were less intelligent. They couldn't read or write. And they kind of built a clan or army of sheep to support the pigs. And they had the sheep chanting everything that Napoleon said. And it kind of gave the pigs that credibility just because they had more animals to side with them. Now let's switch novels and focus on legend. Oh, and this is Gabby speaking, by the way. Um, I noticed that um, the people that were responsible for perpetuating the oppression in legend were mainly the leaders of the Republic. Um, I mainly thought of Commander Jameson and Thomas as those who kind of started the oppression. Um, I also think that 
it was interesting to see how much power and an effect that they had on the lives of the citizens. <coughs> Sorry. Um, I found a quote that said, um, June was saying, Day didn't fail his trial, not even close. In fact, he got the same score I did, 1,500 out of 1,500. I am no longer the Republic's only prodigy with a perfect score. And that was found on page 187. Um, I found this quote mainly because I think it explains how much of an effect the Republic has on the lives of the citizens. And because they treated, for example, Day unfairly, his whole life was changed around and he struggled a lot in society. Um, Brett, did you want to add anything? Um, I think that the thing that allowed them to do this was, again, lack of knowledge. And um, there's a quote that says, when Day was in prison, um, June came up to him and then Day was like, labor camps? Yeah, right. The elector is fairly elected every year, too. And it, what he's saying here is um, that government is not telling the people everything because they need to keep their secret safe. And um, in order to do that, um, they sometimes uh, have to kill people to keep their secrets. And uh, yeah, Steph, do you have anything to add? Uh, yeah, um, I agree with you because the people, the government used their force to scare the people into not revolting and like overthrowing them. Also they used uh, like this tactic because we know we, we figured out that they manufactured the plague. So when they would give the plague to the poor sectors, the poor sectors would then rely on the government for them to give them the cure. So it made the um, lower class people who would want to revolt and could revolt, not revolt because they didn't rely on their government so much. Uh, Natalie, did you want to add anything? Uh, yeah, this is kind of touching on what Gabby was talking about with Commander Jameson. I think that the reason the government is allowed to just control people and, and murder people is because of the upper class. I think that the upper class, like June's family, that who's really wealthy and they get good government jobs, they're in the like the highest position to actually change things for the lower classes, but they don't want to speak out because they're afraid of the government and they're also afraid that they'll lose like all their wealth and their comfort their comfortable life. For our second discussion topic, we will be focusing on who suffered under the oppression. For Animal Farm, I noticed that most of the animals, excluding the pigs, suffered under the oppression. Now, that also excludes Snowball because he definitely suffered under the oppression. But once he was kicked out of the farm, I noticed that all of the animals, pretty much, um, the dogs, the sheep, um, the horses, um, etc., they all kind of fell under Napoleon's power. Um, I use, I found a quote from Animal Farm on page 99 that stated, they knew that life nowadays was harsh and bare, that they were often hungry and often cold, and that they were usually working when they were not asleep. And I thought that this quote was meaningful because it just showed that their life under Napoleon's supervision was really not better than how it was with Mr. Jones. 
even though Napoleon kind of tricked the animals into thinking that their life really wasn't better or improved. In fact, it might have gotten worse because it was kind of just chaotic on the farm. So yeah, I think that the animals definitely suffered under the oppression in Animal Farm. Um, Steffi, do you want to add anything? Um, yeah, so in legend, we see the people who first try to speak out against the government. We realize later in the book that if you try to speak out against the government, they will just kill you. And the people who are in the lower class, they all suffer from the oppression of the government. Um, the poor people, we see them, they can't really afford any good food. And they, uh, they're being tested on by the government. And yeah, so, and they, when they tried to do a small uprising, when they had his like sentencing, uh, the, the government forces were like shooting people and they were like taking them away and arresting them. So it really just scared them even more and just showed them what would happen if they tried to take over the government and that they really didn't have any chances. Um. Um, Brett, did you want to add anything? Or Natalie? Oh, I have, um, just to go off of what Steffi said, I have a quote about how, how um, the poor sectors can't really afford good stuff. Um, on page 96, I can't believe how filthy the streets are. Every building is faded, crumbling, and pockmarked. People walk around trash piles against the wall as if it wasn't there. Um, the government has to be focused on the war against the colonies because they are trying to take over and make it the republic better. But um, the republic won't let its citizens think of that. And they think that the colonies is much worse than the republic. Um, yeah, but I agree with Steffi. All of the citizens are being unwillingly experimented on and they're just scared of the republic. Do you have anything else to say, Natalie? No, I think that's it. We can move into the next topic. Our next discussion point will be who fought against the oppression and how or why. In Animal Farm, I don't think that anybody really stood up to the dictators, like, I mean, the pigs. Um, they, but honestly, the other animals didn't really have a chance, like the sheep and the cows and the, and the chickens, because they weren't smart enough, really. They didn't even really know that they were being oppressed, so how could they fight it? Um, one of the people who did realize it, like that what the pigs were doing was wrong, was Benjamin the donkey, but he did not, he did not help them. On, when Boxer was being taken away to the vet, supposedly, but he was actually being taken away to a glue factory, Benjamin says, fools, 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 do you not see what is written on the side of the van on page 107? Benjamin only spoke up against the pigs when there was something that mattered to him on the line. And, but the rest of the novel, he just stayed by himself and he just looked down on the other animals and was feeling haughty and above them because he was smarter than them instead of actually helping them. So, and this led to the animals just being oppressed the entire book and they only realized it until it was too late.
Um, Gabby, do you have anything else to add on this? Yeah, sure. Um, I kind of disagree with your um, the peop- the animals that you chose for who fought, fought the oppression, but I agree with like everything you said. Um, I think that Snowball was kind of the only one who fought the oppression. He didn't necessarily succeed, but he definitely made attempts to stand up against Napoleon and Squealer. Um, he tried to warn the animals of what was happening and take charge, but in the battle at the cow shed, he was completely run off the farm and um, he never came back and he never got the chance to stand up against um, Napoleon again. Steffi, do you want to add anything? Um, yeah, so I agreed with Gabby, and but I said that Snowball was the main author of writing the Seven Commandments, the rules that pretty much allowed all animals to be on the same level. But from but like immediately after writing them, we see Napoleon start changing them and shortening them to like four legs good, two legs bad, and then further shortening them and changing them to fit him and what he wanted after Snowball was gone and Snowball didn't have any say in it. So. Building off of what we said for Animal Farm, um, they fought the oppression in legend because he learned the truth about the Republic when he was sent to the labor camps to be experimented on because of his 1500 score. Um, I have a quote. He, um, he broke into a bank vault but left the four security guards at its back entrance untouched. He wanted to, they wanted to inconvenience the um, Republic and steal from them to get the mo- money for, for, for his family and just because he didn't like the Republic. But he didn't kill anybody, he didn't harm anybody because that's not the type of person he was. Um, Gabby, do you have anything to add? Yeah, so I totally agree with um, what Brett was talking about. Um, I basically just, you know, think that Day and June worked together to fight the oppression, and June had to make difficult decisions because she rebelled against basically her own kind. Um, She was very high up in power and class, but she rebelled against her class just to help Day escape because she found out what they were doing was wrong. So once she figured out that the Republic was cruel and sneaky and, you know, they just, they weren't helping the society, they were hurting the society, she teamed up with Day and they made a great escape. Um, So yeah, I think that the two of them worked really well together. They also received a bit of help from the Patriot members, um, also some smaller characters, but it was mainly those two that I think fought the oppression. Um, Steffi, do you want to add anything? Um, yeah, I agree with all of your guys' points and how Day uh, was fighting since fighting the government since he was 10 and he narrowly escaped the government testing and that he just tries to do whatever he can to inconvenience and like upset the government. And then when he's finally able to convince June that the government's bad, June is able to do quite a bit against the government and steals things from them so she can help they escape their biggest nuisance so he can continue messing up the government. This is Gabby speaking and 
For our last topic of the day, we're going to be discussing a little bit about what is necessary to avoid oppression in a society. Um, focusing in a bit more on Animal Farm, I think that a selfless, intelligent leader is necessary. Um, in a society where it's um, like leadership run, you really do need a leader who's looking out for the whole of the community and is going to take everyone's situation into consideration before making decisions. Um, it's not good to have someone selfish who's just trying to make decisions that are going to benefit themselves and themselves only. Um, they really need to be able to put themselves in different people's shoes and look at everyone's situation and decide um, what to do from there. And obviously this didn't happen in Animal Farm because um, Napoleon just made decisions that would benefit himself or the pigs. He didn't care about animals such as the sheep or the horses. Um, he just wanted the power all to himself. Um, Steffi, did you want to add anything? Yeah, so I completely agree with what you said about having a strong leader. But there's no way to guarantee a good, strong, and just leader. So I think if there was more representation of everyone in the community in their government, uh, the, the decisions would be fair. Like in Legend, maybe if there was some representation for the lower class people, the government wouldn't decide to do testing on them and kill their children. Uh, Natalie, did you have anything you wanted to say? Uh, yeah, in Animal Farm, um, I think that intelligence is also necessary for the people, the citizens of the, the country or the farm, because um, in the book, Squealer can like easily trick them into believing that Napoleon is good and that um, he uses like emotional appeal to try to get to them because they don't have that much rational thought or reasoning. So the animals like are really easy to manipulate. And this could be avoided if they were <laughs> um, better educated. Brett, do you want to add on to that? I think it's necessary for both books that the leaders are make sure that what their decisions are just and fair because um, I don't the government in legend wasn't out to get something for themselves like Napoleon was in Animal Farm but what they were doing is still wrong and I think that they yeah they shouldn't have done the um, experiments but it's yeah, I guess the government is supposed to do things for the benefit of the country, but they weren't really. They just wanted to win the war. This concludes our final podcast. Thank you for listening. We've had a lot of fun doing this, and we hope you enjoyed it as much as we have. Bye. 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 <laughs>